0: Hi, and thanks for downloading The Sun Ranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information on how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to The Sun Ranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show.
2: Cubby blue
0: blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby, Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the love of Bolusi. Lucho's Michael!
2: Sunrento. Sunrento. Son Rento and the love of all Michael Caine. Son Rento. Cool.
0: Welcome to the Corn Ranto Show, joined live from the cornfields with Crawley's Cubs. Crawley, what are you seeing out there in the cornfields? Oh, we can't hear him. Oh no! Oh no! It's that, it's that yeah. darn Iowa internet. There's well, well,
3: years so- corn and still no one can hear a thing.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, we, we've we got Crawley uh, there. He's at the game right now with Stuart McVicker from Club 400. He's kind of showing us the field right now, what's going on over there. Uh, I mean, pretty much looks how I pictured it would. It looks like a makeshift stadium um, in the middle of a cornfield. Well, of, now, Danny, didn't you, see it?
3: didn't you see it when you were over there this summer or last summer?
0: I didn't. I saw well, it's, it. Well, there's two fields. Right. There's the one fields that, that you nobody sees this stadium except for at this exact day.
1: Really? Crawley, we got I think we got audio this time. What's, what's going on? I didn't cotton never told me how bad that the Iowa internet connection is.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it's terrible, man. God, when I moved here from Colorado, I didn't Jesus know what to Christ.
1: do. Christ. So let me ask what I do you. I thought I was gonna get that AOL sound that
0: um Dominic says don't eat the corn Crawley. it is not for human consumption um
1: oh dude I, I haven't tried yet but I got to tell you this is amazing out here I, we're having we're having the time of our lives uh it is just it's like nothing I don't know nothing I've ever seen before and I've seen a lot of baseball
0: yeah it's I mean it is definitely a unique setting that they have it out there but uh were you surprised to hear that uh, they're not going to be doing it next year?
1: I talked to Tommy Birch of the Des Moines Register, so it wasn't a shock um, because Frank Thomas and there's a group that's called Go the Distance, and their goal, it, it kind of sucks because, I mean, I kind of feel like it may ruin it a little bit, but they want to put, like, 16 uh, MLB uh, Youth Little League teams and softball teams. They want to make this like kind of like a Cooperstown. And have tournaments all the time, and a hotel, and all that stuff. So, I yeah, mean, if you're gonna have all that construction. I kind of see that happening.
3: Yep. Yeah, and, and that's the situation. Is and the players are not super excited about having to travel so far from their hotels to the ball field. Um, but yeah, the 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 headline, the big headline, is like they're not gonna have the game next year, which makes you think that they're never gonna do it again. But no, it's just for next year because there's gonna be so much construction going on. And then it'll be back in 2024 with, I assume, un- another couple last place teams. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let me ask, uh, you know, uh, I, so, I, golly, I hear a lot.
1: Of, obviously, this is not a this is not a marquee matchup. What I tell people is, is that the the movie is based on the 1919 Black Sox, the White Sox, but the team that uh, they played in the world in the World Series that year was the Reds. So that's kind of why the Reds get their turn this year. After that, I don't know what they're going to do, but you know, I think no matter what, just the experience. I don't know if there's going to be a shutout, if it's going to be 20 to 20. Either way, man, just to kind of experience the craziness of this. I've been to a lot of different shit. There's nothing I've ever been that has equaled this. Any uh, any, celebrity, here, any celebrity Any huh? celebrity
0: sightings? Any celebrity cub sightings out there? players
1: uh, I we talked to Ben Zobris and Travis Wood we want to get Travis Wood out to Club 400 thought it might be a good fit he likes to drink we like to drink i like to take off my shirt he likes to take off his shirt
0: you like to mud wrestle he likes to mud wrestle neither one of you can see all sing sorts of Africa. possibilities
1: to raise money for for fans
0: yeah well, it it looks like uh the the crowd is about to start showing up there. what is the uh capacity of that stadium? Any idea?
1: Capacity is 8000 people.
0: Yeah, there's still a few uh, tickets left on StubHub right now. I saw they're going for about uh, six hundred bucks plus the fees, uh, which is more than I played for paid for Game Six of the World Series. Uh, but how much did you ended up winning the lottery? So how much was your ticket, and where are you sitting?
1: Uh, Four fifty. Uh, I am Jesus. sitting about. I'm about nine rows above the Cubs dugout uh, the uh, Reds dugout. I'm sorry.
0: Four hundred fifty dollars for a game yeah. between for a game for battling for third place. <laughs> right well, now, it's been... I, I hope it's worth it for you because that's a lot of money.
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely it definitely is worth it for me to have this experience. And uh, you know, man, you only live once. Why the hell do I go to work if I'm not going to enjoy life a little bit? This is, like I said, I'm a big fan of the movie. I'm a big fan of the Cubs. I'm a big fan of baseball. It all kind of checks a lot of boxes, so fuck it. Why not do it?
0: Yeah, well, I, I agree. Why the hell not? If I had $450 to spend on a baseball game, I might do it too, especially if I had to drive really far away to see it. <laughs> it sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> the drive wasn't bad, and uh, I can just tell you this place is going to be packed. If you look down that way behind the American flag, you can see people coming in. So I'm just telling you right now, right across over there, that White House was where the movie was shot. So when you come here, the field's right over there, the original field from the movie. And to get here, you have to go through the corn. It's crazy. You come down there, and it's a uh, it's a good time, man. It's a uh, if you have the opportunity. I, I, and like I said, you like the movie, and then uh, there's tons of Cubs play uh, former alumni that are going to be involved in this. You know, it's, yeah. uh It's to me, it's definitely worth it.
0: Well, cool. Well, have a great time. Uh, say hi to Stu. Uh, don't get too too drunk and make an ass of yourself in the cornfields.
1: How much I are can't beers there? Anything, Danny? Uh, I, I will try. Hey, Stu, say hi. To you. Well, hey, Stu. Everyone. I wish you guys were here. That's for
0: sure. Yeah, it w- it would be a lot of fun, but apparently there's only eight thousand tickets available, so, so barely. We have and, and we're having
1: fun the- enjoying everything.
0: Well, I got a. How much are beer?
1: How much is beer? This place is packed. Up. Huh? How much is beer? The beer wasn't bad. It was roughly like $8, $9, a little less than, like $8, $9, L- I think.
0: Less than Wrigley. All right. That's not terrible. What other concessions have they set up for people?
1: There's all sorts of food, drink, uh, souvenirs, all that shit.
0: Can you actually
1: eat they corn had a little while you the corn game? I have not. Do they have you see this guy here with the corn hat?
0: Corn hat? I did. De- the guy I, with the corn hat? No, we don't see him. It's a little far away, I think. Well, you have to get a good picture of Corn Hat Man and send it on our way and tweet it out, and we'll be watching your Twitter all night, knowing that you're at the game. Um, take lots of great pictures, man. That's that is a special experience you get to uh, experience.
3: Uh, Dominic. Galoro says, uh, Ronnie Woo Woo is there. Crawley, have <laughs> Ronnie you? Woo- Ronnie Woo
1: I had. I did see him. I can confirm. Uh, <laughs> he was taking a golf cart in, so he got some VIP treatment. Nice. Oh, and there is corn for sale. It looks pretty good. They're showing right. it on the Jumbo Town right now.
0: All right. Well, that, that would be a pretty much of an oversight if they had a game in a cornfield and they didn't serve corn to eat.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the Cubs come out in their uniforms, but I've seen the Reds, and they're they're tight, dude.
0: How about those stupid-looking helmets? Do they look stupid from far away, too? What stupid
3: helmets? The
1: stupid the, Reds, the Reds helmets.
3: The Reds helmets look really bad.
1: I, I didn't see them yet. I just see them. They're going on the field right now. They're... So
3: they're going right. with the height
1: sock, high socks look.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. And and I
1: assume they're all coming out of the corn? That's my assumption, but there they're, there's going to be like a flyover. There's going to be all sorts of crazy shit going on. I ran into Pat Hughes and Zach Zaidman uh, I ran into Matt Spiegel uh it's it, like like I said like it's one of these things that's like so small you just bump into anybody and there's everybody's freaking partying and uh, captain Cubbo's there too isn't he captain Cubbo and Richie here here I think they so they just got tickets a few minutes ago so they went secondary market
0: I think that's the only way to go isn't it well it's hard
1: yeah hard otherwise to get them
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, Guy Serious writes in great camera work by Crawley on the fly. You're making this uh, old lady a star right behind you, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's loud as shit here. They're playing country music. I'm going to do a jig. Hard to hear, so I can't. Yeah. If, I, if I don't have it up to my ear, it's no good. Well, uh, dude, have, have a great
0: time. We'll definitely be following you on Twitter all game, and looking for lots of pictures and the live experience. Uh, so everybody follow at Crawley's Cubs if you don't already, and uh, you'll get the the uh, kind of inside scoop at what it, what it looks like from the stands there. So have fun! It really, man. Is, it is beautiful. You guys take care. Have a good night. All right. You too, brother. Talk to you later. Be safe. Laws are different in Iowa. <laughs> so, oh well. I, I do kind of wish I could experience it, but I'm sorry. Four hundred fifty dollars.
3: I can yeah that's a lot, um, yeah, and you know we have kind of you know poked a little fun at it or whatever, but it would be cool to be there and see this game, uh you know i I can't deny like I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money, but the the experience of actually being there and watching the game and being around you know in it being in a cornfield sort of thing is really cool that would be fun
0: it is it is and i i was at this uh that cornfield last year and uh, i got engaged at, at the field of dreams i don't even like that movie too much but uh, i i did get engaged there because we were going to a like a little lake thing that was really close by it's like a little mountain resort that's uh, overlooking the uh, mississippi river there's quite a beautiful area of uh the country. And uh so I I did enjoy my time there. We did go out to Field of Dreams. It was not close to where we stayed, which
3: was near Galena. So Right. Yeah, it's it it's a little ways away. Uh no the um I was also gonna say, you know, Crawley said that the Reds played the White Sox in that World Series and that's why they kind of get their time there. But uh, I think he he, forgot that W.P. Kinsella uh, wrote the book Shoeless Joe, which is what then became Field of Dreams, the movie. Uh, he writes or he wrote a ton of books about baseball. Like he, he's basically just loved baseball and just wrote tons of fictional books about baseball. And the Cubs, the 1906 Cubs play a prominent part in a book called the Iowa baseball Confederacy in which they play just South of Iowa city in a, like a a battle between sort of like the gods in a game that goes 40 days and 40 nights and rains the whole damn time. And they kill a midget in the middle of it. It's, it's an odd book. I
0: believe you're supposed to call them little people now.
3: Oh, right. Sorry. I, I was going by what was going on in the book. Yes. Uh, yeah yeah the you know these books written back then are not they don't have the same terminology that we're using now, yeah uh but yeah, so you know i I like that book the the Iowa Baseball Confederacy, I like shoeless Joe. I've read a few other uh short stories and stuff of his, so it's something if people are are literary and want to check out something like that, there you go, but if you can read it, it ties Cotton's it ties. Got a book. It ties the Cubs into sort of this uh, situation. Yeah. Well, and
0: you can tie yourself in further by uh, p- placing your bets on the game because that's that's why Shoeless Joe got banned from baseballs from gambling, and now you're going to see uh, FanDuel ads the entire game. So yep. how far we've come.
3: Um, as I it said, is I, funny that they do that in this game that is all about that thing.
0: Yeah, you can you can bet on it. So, uh, it, well, I want to show this quick video of they, when I was they, there. May as,
3: they may as well bring Pete Rose out for a yeah, fucking, exactly. or, or at least put him on the jumbotron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, I've got a, I got a video I want to show everybody of uh, when I was in uh, Iowa last year, right around this time, a little bit uh, after this time, but um, it's a very special video to me. Check it out. I spent quite a bit of time in that corn making that video, but uh, <laughs> I still got sugar bites on my ankles. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, uh, before this game gets started here, uh, we did, thought we'd uh, do our kind of regular show here and go through this nationals uh, series a little bit, but like always hashtag chance in the chat, and you could win a Frank chance postcard sent to you by me. That looks uh, like a baseball card. So, uh, hashtag chance in the chat, uh, Cubs one, two, or three from the nationals. They win six to three, they lose six to five, and then they win four to two. Uh, the nationals are terrible. What do you want me to tell you? I'll put, put up some box scores. Here's game one. Cubs managed to win this one. Six to three is Keegan Thompson versus Anibal Sanchez. And Velasquez hit a home run. Morrell hit his 10th homer, which I, I think uncoincidentally, uh, happened right after he touched me in Crawley. Pretty <laughs> sure we had something to do with that. Um, and interesting stat on Wait, Morel. Why, why was he touching you at the at the gig? Oh, okay. yeah. When he when he came to see the Bleacher Bump Band. Um, you know, Morel's of his ten home runs, seven have come while having two strikes.
3: Do you think that's a, a function of? pitchers not i don't want to say not respecting him but just him being a rookie and they're like you know i'm just gonna try and blow this by him yeah I, i think it could have something to do with
0: that um i think that some guys are also really good two strike hitters um that sometimes it just doesn't really matter what the count is and they're just looking at it one pitch at a time and other dudes you once they get two strikes on him, you think they're going to strike out every time. And I just don't feel that way, really, about almost this entire crew of guys. Yeah. Maybe wisdom, I think, that he, but not because he's flailing wildly at a pitch nine feet out of the zone, like Javier Baez or something, you know?
3: Right. So, um, uh, David Elliott wants to know when Johnny's going to do the Craigslist gig.
0: Well, he, it's not over yet, there's four more games next week Oh, it's the season series it's a season series not just the season at, at Wrigley. So yeah so uh what else happened in this first game uh, yeah there a wisdom toot blend kind of ran us out of the sixth inning we could have scored a little bit more uh there was a double steal and i, I don't know the thing it was a toot bland. it was just maybe an ill-advised run he tried to go back to second and it was yeah. just like what like no it's a double steal it's not gonna work and uh yeah, it it just didn't look that good. Um, this, that guy Manessas from the Nationals homered a few times in the series. And the game ended up on a strike him out, throw him out. Um, Keegan Thompson looked pretty good. Uh, he's been looking good. I mean, it only gave up the one run on five hits. Yep. Oh, three Ks, but no walks in the home run, I said to Manessas, And uh, Wick's been good lately. And I guess he's the closer because he saved this one. Because uh, I don't know who else
3: is the closer. Probably guess Wick yeah. would be the guy. Unfortunately, Hughes wasn't. Didn't have uh, quite what he was looking for. But
0: yeah, unfortunately, uh, Hughes and also in game two, Wellman. Uh, yeah. Well, Wellman did okay, in a walk in his, his two innings. But unfortunately, uh, it, them seeing the bleacher bum band didn't didn't help their performances <laughs> <laughs> at all. So um, so I'm glad Rowan Wick didn't come see us. Uh, game, uh, do you have a poem for us for oh, this yeah, game? I forgot course. about the poem, so yeah, I'll play a little, play a little song.
3: Here we go. From 108, gonna 3 Keegan had a quality start. The Nats played their part. Nelson and Chris hit dongs. Cubs fans sang the song and another 16er got ripped apart. Because this was this was the first uh game after we found out that Hayward was gone. Yeah or it was or it was happening during the I don't remember exactly, but they Happy talked birthday. about it a lot. They talked about it a lot during the game. Um yeah, and I mean we kind of talked about it because it was happening during our last show. Uh it is sad because I mean And then there were two, you know, it's and and only one shows up to Wrigley every day.
0: Yeah. And not for too much longer. And Kyle Hendricks, too, is on the shelf for God knows how long. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what's going on with him, but the shoulder injury is worse than we thought, because it's been over a month now. And yeah, that's weird. Inflammation. What's going to piss me off, and I said this to Sarah Sanchez today, is when he gets surgery in March of next year. Oh, right
3: before the, right before the season. Yeah, yeah,
0: because they really figure out that it's not, not going to happen to need surgery, and they should just have it now. You're like, why didn't you do it last year?
3: That does drive me insane. And, and you time. see it in all sorts of sports, too. They, they make it all the way until right before the season starts, and then they have some sort of surgery.
0: Yeah. Well as long as we're in a poetry mood, why don't you just give me the game two poem?
2: Okay.
3: I can do that. The the loss. Cubs poem one oh nine Chicago five DC six. Waven Willie may have waved away a W, only up by one instead of two. The Cubs are kinda sucky, but the Nats got kinda lucky on Mency's Homer from the top of his shoes.
0: I think it's Meneses.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm oh, M- I'm Specifically, yeah, I'm specifically making a uh, poetic license a Mencia's joke. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, Vanessa's wouldn't have fit in there, like with the with <laughs> how the ball was going. Mm-hmm. That would have been tough.
0: Well, Three yeah, this one is hard. this one was kind of frustrating. I mean, Cubs pound out 15 hits. They out hit the Nationals 15 to nine. Uh, then you lose it. And I agree that it was Waveman Willie's problem because, oh my freaking God, dude, like with that sack fly, he was like, it was not even the middle of center field. He was like closer to second
3: base than he was to the wall. And he was moving forward. Like everything about that screamed, do not go. And Robles, who made a, a couple of
0: nice plays in this, uh, series, including that amazing diving catch yesterday. He's a good outfielder. Yeah. You know, and it, and he just nailed it wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh it, who was that? Was that Ortega that got nailed? I think it
3: was. I think it was yeah, Ortega. It was, it was stupid. You know, and then directly after that, then we start to get walks and hits and you know the Cubs you They know, ran the, themselves out of the inning. They take the lead and it's like they could have been up by two, which ultimately they needed if they wanted to keep the game going. But instead, you know, they just lost it outright because of the uh, Manessas home run.
0: Yeah. What was the deal? Uh, the Nationals. What was that deal? Well, what's the deal with home runs? That home <laughs> run that was in right field off the basket uh, or off the side of the wall slash and then oh. they just didn't even call it they're like well i don't know and the, the nats are running like the cubs don't know what's going on like it well, was and a the, holder, nats, but- the nats
3: are like running with their hands up in the air like what are we doing yeah it was ridiculous that was i mean that was all on the first base up oh, that's his call it was super clear that it went out it just it was one of those things where people are scared to say anything because then it would have stopped the action. Yeah. You know, and then if it was not a home run, then, you know, then the Cubs are mad at you. But if it is a home run, then it doesn't matter. And you can, you know, go ahead and watch it. But yeah, I mean, it was just stupid. Somehow that dude whose job it is just to watch the ball at all times. Could not see that it went over the fence.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not watching the game, but Corey Furlong is, I think, there at the. He's either at the game or he's watching on TV, uh, probably on TV, because he says, "Why are the Fox Sports guys dressed like '30s gangsters?" <laughs> so apparently, we're missing something. Uh, at that game, we're missing gangster. We're missing uh, A Rod dressed like a '30s gangster, like he's freaking uh, Lucky Luciano or something.
3: I kind of uh, feel like A Rod. A Rod does that a lot, though. I don't yeah. think this like they didn't have to get him a special suit. He he yeah. already had that in his closet.
0: Yeah, he had that from cosplaying with J Lo. Uh, the pitching wasn't. Great from Stroh. Uh, he went only five this time. It's, I think it's probably his worst outing since he came back from injury. Gave up four runs, two walks. Did have six strikeouts in the five innings pitch. His ERA is now 420. And unfortunately, uh, Mark Leiter Jr. came out and blew that save. Took the loss because no sooner had the Cubs taken the lead. Because they couldn't touch freaking Espino. Uh, the you know, their starter only gave up one run on six hits, five Ks. Uh, but then Leiter Jr. comes in, blows that save almost instantly. And uh, that was kind of frustrating. And then the Cubs, they ran themselves into a freaking another out at the end of the game with, say, a Suzuki oversliding second. And uh, I think he was out anyway. I don't know if he tagged him on the back. I went his way through, but either way, it was, it was a bad look.
3: Yeah, I couldn't tell if he had gotten tagged out or not but the second baseman did the right thing and assumed that he didn't tag him regardless and went ahead and went after him but did somebody like put i don't know banana peels and like (laughs) vegetable oil next to that base because i mean he flew past that like like a slip and slide yeah (laughs) he
0: just kept rolling yeah it's been bad the base running and see that's something that i feel like can be cleaned up. You've got to focus on that at in the spring. I mean, now maybe it's hard to have those conversations, but like working on the running game, when to run, what pitches to run on, uh, maybe get re- – Willie Harris is, is, is fun. He's fun, but yeah. he stinks.
3: Yeah, I, I wonder what's going on with Willie Harris. Just for the simple fact that – he does send them all the time. Yeah. And I mean, Ross is sitting right there next to him. He knows this. It's like, it's like the front office plan. I mean, we, we kind of get what you're doing, but we also don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we just is- kind of like, you need to come out and just tell us like, Hey, you know, we just figure it's more fun when the kids run. Then yeah. I'm all, uh, yeah, so like right.
0: Contreras is valuable to this team. I'm like, uh, he's going to leave. He's gone in two months. Like, what are you talking about? Valuable.
3: Right. You're making like we couldn't sure trade he him. come back.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, the team we're about to play managed to get all sorts of trades done that we couldn't get done. Right. So um, then uh, game three, why don't we uh, do? Oh, Carl Edwards Jr. got the save. <laughs> so, there was that too.
3: Yeah. Pretty that good. Was, that's always weird, right? Yeah, to see him out there, and I don't know. You wish good things for him, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah,
0: he's yeah. I love Carl Edwards Jr., but I just you know, it didn't end it, it didn't end well with him and this team. But hey, let's get to game three poem. That one.
3: Uh, this one is not a limerick. Limerick. The other two were limericks, yes. Oh. Cubs poem 110, Chicago 4, DC 2. Steel's got K's for days, but Manessis always messes with bleacher bum home runs. But Rucker, Hughes, and Wick did the trick pretty quick. Cubs go 4-2 for a homestand W. Nice. Finished up the 4-2 homestand on that. Uh, And I said pretty quick, the game was 2 hours and 45 minutes. I
0: know. I'm surprised I got as drunk as I did in such a short amount of time <laughs> out there in the bleachers. It was pretty impressive. Um, so, yeah, we had Yadiel Hernandez out there in left fields. And uh, we I, I was giving him hell to in both English and Spanish. I had my niece yelling stuff. She really enjoys heckling. I've taught her the finer points of it. And I don't know if this is true or not. It might just have been one of the red shirt ushers trying to just get me to shut up. But he told me that uh, uh, Yadiel Hernandez complained and they got stuff over the loudspeaker that I had to, like, stop heckling him specifically in Spanish.
3: He's like, talk to me in talk to me in English all you want. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're
0: saying. (laughs) You're you're
3: crossing a line there, kid.
0: It is fair. <laughs> you
3: know
0: <laughs> things like that I just said he's ugly. But um you know just things like that I I I said, you know, tu es tu eres el segundo mejor in tu equipo terrible. Like you're the second best on your terrible team. Yeah. So things like that he didn't like it and um
3: yeah, he didn't like it because he's like, "Ah, oh, my mother could actually understand what he's saying if she hears this <laughs> on the broadcast."
0: <laughs> so um the Nats scored first in this one on a pretty ill-advised try for a sliding catch by Ortega in center. Um Yeah,
3: and honestly, that run is uh, attributed to steal on that, but that's not his fault. Like that no. was Yeah, I
0: wouldn't that say that's a, that was not necessarily a catchable ball, but you got to keep that ball in front of you. You yeah. just I mean, if, if you bad. keep
3: the ball in front of you, you you run up and you just catch it on the bounce. That guy doesn't score, you know. Like that's just, I mean, that's how you play baseball. Sometimes yeah. the Cubs need uh, a a well listened to uh, podcast to remind them of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and Steele was pretty good in this one. Nine Ks um...
3: to go on top of the ten he had the game before. In his last 11 innings, he has 19 strikeouts. Wow. that's Yeah, it's
0: damn good. It, it, and that's different from what he was doing before because we were, like, calling him pitch-to-contact guy, and then it totally kind of changed since then. And then uh, he only gave up the two runs. Um, and then, unfortunately, because the Cubs hadn't scored yet in the game, he doesn't get the win. <laughs> and uh, Rucker gets the win because he happened to be the last pitcher when the Cubs scored. Yeah, and I
3: hate. I hate that. It, it is, is so annoying. annoying.
0: Yeah. So even though it's a very much a quality start, two runs at eight hits, six innings pitched nine Ks. And then uh, you you get uh, Rucker, Hughes, and Wick. Wick gets the save. Uh, it's his sixth on the year. Uh, look good. I mean, Steve, our old friend Steve Shishak.
3: Steve Shishak. He blew the
0: shave. He, he got the blown shave and the losh. Poor Shishak. Um Nikki uh Nikki uh couple hits, Nikki two hits. He <laughs> yeah, actually had a good series. Uh, you know, he went two for three in this game. I believe he did that at a couple hits in the another one of the games, too. Yeah. He didn't play in the was it the first game? Probably. Yeah, he had, only didn't have any. I'm just um I'm, I'm attributing good play to him that he doesn't deserve. <laughs> Um, but, oh, I know who I want to bring up who got some hits is McKinstry, finally. In the loss, he went three oh yeah four. <laughs> In a loss. In Thanks. a loss. And he got one hit yesterday. So at least he's got that. Somebody was saying we should have like a Shawana meter type McKinstry meter.
3: Yeah. So. Well, there's only so many zeros you can throw up there and then just get bored of it.
0: Yeah. So, so the Cubs, uh, they went two or three. I mean, it's the freaking Nationals, the worst damn team in baseball. What are you going to do? They should be. We, we, they should have swept and and except for Wayman and Willie, they would have. So that's kind of annoying to me. Um, let's take a quick commercial break, shall we? And we'll come back and talk about a few other Cubs things and then get into the red series. That's going to start in just about. 30 minutes so uh we'll be right yeah i've
3: been trying to get the stupid thing on my computer it's not working for me right now
0: yeah all right uh we'll be right back stay tuned all over chicagoland there are thirsty frazzled overworked cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog eat dog world of unpaid content creation but it doesn't have to be this way you can make a difference become a super renter at patreoncom sonranto, where your support ensures that poor sad pathetic ugly loser cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer and in turn line the pockets of the baseball oligarch ricketts family Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard, five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song, and ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet, but super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rantor levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Rantor calendar, and special thanks and Rantor recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com Sunranto. That's Patreon.com Sunranto. And become a Super Ranter today. And as always, the Sunranto show is brought to you by our 109 Patreon supporters. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you so much. For
0: supporting us. Um So, um what else? Oh yeah. A uh, couple of roster things we can just talk about real quickly before we get into the Reds. Uh, Schwindel, Frank Schwindel got sent to Iowa and not the corn game Iowa, the, the Iowa Cubs that play in Iowa all the time, uh, A. And what's funny about that, not to everybody but Frank, is that uh, you know he was one of the main kind of faces of the corn game
3: <laughs> he he was it was swisdom and it was uh, contreras and then they got rid of contreras because they thought he was going to be traded and he wouldn't be at the game and then they had hayward on there instead and now hayward's not there and they had to bring contreras back on i mean somebody made their photoshop dollar <laughs> this week so like somebody in the marketing team was just like, really? I got to change this fucking poster again.
0: Again? Wait, can't this team get their <laughs> shit together? We've been asking the same thing, marketing guy. So, but I thought it was funny that not only was he the spokesman of it, but nobody actually told them to not, because this is from Corey Furlong on uh, the Sun Rancho Ranchers page on Facebook. They put the, you know, they have cutouts of all the players in the cornfields. Yeah. Uh, and they just, nobody got the memo not to put the Frank Schwindel one out there. Uh, he's out there. And then to add insult to injury, do you know who get, for some reason, the Cubs get a 27th man tonight, even though they have a day off tomorrow. Like, you know, it's only one game. They get a 27th man for this game. And it is not Frank Schwindel, it is his rival. Alfonso Rivas, who's, <laughs> who's not starting. So poor Frank Schwindel. This is the only way he's at the Field of Dreams day, uh, game. And he was also supposed to be at the Club 400 Palooza next Sunday, the 21st, on the rooftop. And he can't be there because he's riding the bus somewhere with the Iowa Cubs and not partying with us on the roof. And I
3: the should system. call him and see if he wants to ride. I'll drive him up myself. I'll I'll drive the two hours up to Des Moines grab him and then drive the four hours to
0: <laughs> well the to only
3: Chicago. you have
0: to let him but you have to bring your sons and he's got to sit in the middle <laughs> <laughs> sit in the in the the middle seat middle seat, frank
3: we've got a third row in the uh in the pilot we could just make him sit all the way in the back yeah. you know the part where there's no like real foot room or anything back there
0: yeah yeah no they, <laughs> he'll he'll do great If that's what he has to do. Then he'll come back and hit. Because remember, middle seat Frank, he needs that kind of uh, adversity in his life. Like a long plane trip to San Diego sitting
1: in the middle seats.
0: (laughs) So, um, and then I do think we should give a little bit more uh, kind of talk. Because we didn't, it happened while we were doing the show when Hayward was uh, told on his birthday that he will no longer be playing well, for the Cubs.
3: To be fair next the day year. Be, the day before to be fair it was the yeah. day before his birthday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean and granted like maybe Jed didn't know it was his birthday but and I I've got two questions. Why did this not already happen? We've been saying DFA Hayward for forever. But instead of DFAing they're like you can stay but you got to stay injured even though you're probably not and uh, we're not going to DFA you till next year. And then Sarah Sanchez brought up on our show on the cup of cubby blue podcast today. Does that mean they're going to give us like one final Jay Hay game that we don't really want or like,
3: yeah, that's that interesting. I don't know. Um, I don't know that Jay Hay really clocked it too much that it was right before his birthday. Cause apparently he was in Rome eating uh, gelato, you know, and uh, he's not with the team. He's they, on the same day, like on his birthday, you know, they've got all this stuff out there and he's pictures of him and his wife, you know, chilling out, you know, out in the Vatican or whatever. I don't know. He's, he's probably not even in town. There. No, he's not. Like, he's,
0: he's, he's in this- Rome. These night games are on, and it's like two in the morning. He's already sleeping, he's not even watching. Like, yeah,
3: he doesn't even know what Jed said because it's like a different time of day, and he, you know, they don't have uh, you know, they don't have English speaking TV over there, so he doesn't know. Jed was probably like, You know, you should. He, he probably was like, Oh, wait, you're going to Rome for your birthday, perfect, okay, go. Go, Jason. Have a good time. And then while he's gone, he's like, "Let's do it while he's gone." Uh, <laughs> he, he, I, I don't. I don't want him fucking with me. I don't want him right here.
2: <laughs> what, exactly. what he,
3: he's gonna be big
0: mad. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we make it so he, he can cool off before he comes back from Rome. So I did want to point out. I brought this on the show last week, but that all these Field Dreams shirts that are available, you can buy them through our links at uh sunranto.com shopping if you click the mlb page or the uh fanatics page i'm gonna i'm gonna drop the link in the chat if you haven't bought anything and i know you i i personally i kind of like some of the t-shirts i'm not a huge fan of uh the logo on the hat which looks like a uh kangaroo
3: see (laughs) i i i really like that logo I like it,
0: but it still looks like a kangaroo.
3: Well, and, and Andre Dawson sang the seventh inning stretch the other day and he had this logo, but it was like, so he had the dark blue hat. He had like a brown leather bill and I think possibly the logo was brown leather with white outline. And I thought the logo looked awesome on his hat, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I don't know where he got it. He probably just, you know, they probably make special fancy hats for Andre Dawson. They should.
0: They should. Andre Dawson. Uh, well, do you know what I didn't know? I was, we were, I was talking with Crawley yesterday at the game. Cause he sat in the bleachers uh, with me and my family. And um, the, we were talking about Andre Dawson and I didn't know that he actually did like, wh- you know, how he was a funeral director I didn't know that he actually did like all the embalming and stuff like that. Like Crawley thinks he does. And I'm like, well, I thought he had a guy for that and he just like owned the funeral parlor. He's
3: like, no, I really think he's like in the morgue, like doing stuff. I I think he did because I mean people forget, like the I mean, even now, baseball players don't make fuck you money. The 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 biggest stars, of course, do, but a lot of them are using those, like they, they make that $30,000 in a game. And, you know, that just paid off like one or two years of debt that they had. And then, and they've still got a shit ton of debt, you know, like these guys are, you know, using credit cards that they, uh, you know, the $500 credit card that they get at the, the grocery store in order to, you know, make it through their minor league years. So they have all this debt. So unless they become big stars and make millions, they don't have a lot of money. And back then, Dawson didn't make a ton of money. He gave the Cubs a blank check, and they didn't pay him that much. And he could probably live on it if he made good investments or did something, but he wouldn't live like great. So he had to get a job when he was done. And apparently, he's into dead people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right right here. the The Cubs, 1987, they paid him $700,000. He he made 26 million throughout his career, so he did well. I mean, you know, if I made 26 million dollars starting in 1977, yeah, I guess you I mean, know, yeah, you'd you'd probably do pretty well. But he he made 25 grand a year for like the first five years of his salary. I think yeah, and I,
3: and I think the Cubs paid him like two fifty, something like that. They
0: paid him seven hundred thousand for oh, that wow. first year. Yeah, uh, it was five hundred thousand base pay plus bonuses, so he got seven hundred thousand. Then towards the end of his career, they he was making two or three million bucks. Yeah. Um, 1991, nineteen ninety one, ninety
3: two. So yeah, I guess I mean, right with twenty six million, you could you could live off of that. But I mean, the guy probably has to do something. Yeah. I don't
0: know. So, so uh, t- uh Terry like said, writes, he in, likes dead people. Yeah, ter- and especially this dead person. Terry E writes in, "You think Dawson will do Eric Shaw's funeral for free? <laughs> He'll dance on his grave probably." <laughs> um so uh let's get into this Red Series a little bit because it's about to start and so we got to be a little quick ab- ab- about it. The Reds Are in last place, but only by a game. If they win tonight, they rocket themselves into third place, where the Cubs currently are. Cubs are four and three against them so far. And here's the thing about the Reds: they are they were three and eighteen in April to start the year, and since then, they've had two winning months, and they're five hundred in August so far. So they're not, and they traded a bunch of guys. So, like, they traded Tyler Molly. It got a bunch of prospects. They traded Brandon Drury, got a, to the Padres. Got Victor Acosta, who is a prospect. They got Austin Romine for cash to catch. Uh, the Reds also uh, traded Tommy Pham for a player to be named later, who I don't know who that is. And they also traded Luis Castillo to the Mariners for a huge prospect named Noel V. Marte and a bunch of other prospects. And then they traded uh, Tyler Naquin and Philip Deal, a left-handed pitcher, to the Mets for Hector Rodriguez and Jose Acu- Acu- Acuna. So they were able to get a lot of tr- trades done that the Cubs could not do.
3: Right. Is- it's, a, it's amazing what you can do when you actually listen to the other team <laughs> and you negotiate for players and you're not so precious about everything you're doing.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, I don't know, like – Tommy Fam the Boston, I don't know what that's all about. Maybe they're just trying to get rid of him ever since the slapping situation. But, uh, you know, it. I mean, it's, it's just frustrating to see all those trades that went down for the Reds. And then, then the Cubs were like, yeah, we couldn't find any takers. <laughs> you know, we're like, what? Or we didn't like the deals. I'm like, well, now you get nothing. Yeah. So maybe the half thing I've come around on a little bit, if you're not getting a good – offer for him because you still do have another year with them. So like, right. I get it, but what I'm going to be mad about is when he gets like 12 million in arbitration for being an all-star and they're like, nah, we're not paying that. And then he just DFA him anyway.
3: And they DFA him and let him walk. And I'm really interested in seeing if they offer uh, Contreras that qualifying offer. I mean, obviously if they want any sort of compensation, they will have to do that, but he could take it he could take the qualifying offer and this happened to the Rockies, which I'm sorry, the Rockies are the worst goddamn front office and worst like ownership group in in the league. They're, they're insanely bad at what they do. And the Cubs do a lot of the same shit, you know, like the Cubs aren't as bad as them, but they're close and they might do it this year. They let like their homegrown pitcher, great pitcher wanted to stay with them had been in their system he was from denver was in their system his whole life kind of like wilson contreras right and wanted to stay with the team they did not give him a qualifying offer because they knew he would take it yeah so then he had so then he went to another team and they got nothing for him yeah and i'm i'm really worried that that might be that with might. wilson
2: Get, he's like, well, I'm going to
3: get, get 18 and a half, $19 million this year. Sure. I'll take it and stay in, uh, stay in, uh, you know, Chicago. I have called Chicago, Iowa three times tonight. I think it's the corn <laughs> in my <laughs> keeps. That, that's, that's, People don't know this, but that's how I remember what I'm doing on the show is I look at my background, and when I see Wrigley, I'm like, yeah, Cubs. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Uh, John Vaskey says the Cubs didn't think Greg Maddox was worth resigning. So, yeah, and then it was pitcher wins. He didn't have 20s. Was it wasn't a 20-game winner. Yeah. And that's why. Of the 1989, or what year was that when he walked?
3: 90? 80, 80 well, yeah, 89 was his last year, I think. I don't
0: know. Yeah, something like that. Well, that was a a, a great year for the Cubs 89 because they actually went to the playoffs that year, I believe against the uh Braves.
3: Right. Oh, so maybe it was 90. I don't 90, know. 90
0: No, it was 92. 92 was his last year and he was a 20 game winner and then they let him go. But he had only won 15 games in 1991. <laughs> so, I guess uh it's
3: yeah, what, I don't know.
0: She won 68 innings that year. Oh my god
3: yeah it's it's amazing and he yeah. only and you know he won the Psy. yeah i still <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I still don't think that um his name should be on the the flagpole with fergie like that kind of bugs me because yeah he's he's a he brave.
0: this just in too that uh uh, little Yumper writes in. Well, Jesse Jesse Rogers just basically said on the radio that the person to blame for not signing Wilson is Jed, not Tom. Totally agree. I don't think it's Tom that wants that. I I, I think Tom actually does kind of stay out of the baseball stuff. I do. He just he just tells him when when he's going to give enough money to have a good team.
1: Yeah, he's that, like,
0: he's like, I'm giving you one fifty this year. You can't have two thirty. You're not doing that
3: right. Right, now. And, and so that may be. That, that could totally be – but, I mean, there's there's plenty of things to bitch at Tom about, so I'm not going really, like, to really get all upset if people, you know, miscast him as a villain in this one.
0: Yeah, I, I never get uh, mad when the, the front office uh, gets criticized. I also want to thank uh, Little Yumper for something that he made – for our uh, gambling syndicates, and I, I'm not going to do oh. a commercial for US Bet, but if you are a gambler, go to USBet.com. Sign up, you get a big bonus, and use Sunranto. But and you uh,
3: lose, we win.
0: Yeah, and this
3: is what little <laughs> this is what little Yumper made. It's
0: it, it's the uh, famous uh, Tom Ricketts, in, uh you know of when we all booed Marquis. That picture. And he's in a sports, a giant sports book, uh making a face it, and it's it's got our tagline for usbet uh dot com, which is when you lose, we win. And that really is how it works. If you sign up under us, and I, I haven't looked uh, recently since the last show, but nobody had signed up yet. Um, if you sign up under us and you lose money, we get 30% of that money. <laughs> so and absolutely, we're going to give you the absolutely worst gambling advice. That's
3: what we're incentivized to do. Yeah. So and if you, win, if you win, that's just awesome for you. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a win-win situation. For us. <laughs> yeah, Because well, yeah,
0: we, yeah. we, we, we would like you to win because then maybe you'll support us on Patreon more because uh, you got so rich from gambling. But if you lose, it's a, it's a win for us and a loss for you. But that's okay with me because we're winning. So uh, the offense of the Reds, they've got the seventh worst, o- worst OPS. They've hit four less homers than the Cubs. Both teams are in the bottom of the league. They're the fifth worst in taking a walk, the sixth worst in striking out. They're the eighth worst in stolen bases, and yet they've scored 12 more runs than the Cubs because yeah. of Wave them Willie.
3: Right, but their run differential – is, uh, minus one Oh seven to the Cubs minus 76. So right. that's kind of, you know, it, the pitching has been a little bit better. Um, I did want to actually mention here real quick. If you were wondering when we got started here, because I was Danny's like Cubs are in third place, but if in the Reds are in last place, but if they win then they're in third and all this stuff. And I'm like, there are five teams in this division. What is going on with this, these numbers? So I had to look uh, real quick, and yes, yeah, Cincinnati is last. They're sixteen and a half games back, uh, and the Cubs are fifteen and a half games back. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the Pirates are right in the middle of it. And the to, Pirates
3: are 16, sixteen, right in between, yeah. because because Major League Baseball and all its you know brilliance, nobody plays the same amount of games at any given time.
0: Yeah, until the end of the year, maybe, <laughs> maybe depending. <laughs> the Cubs ended twenty sixteen with a tie. I know <laughs> they had a tie in there. <laughs> Fly the T, baby. So uh the uh pitching is is pretty bad. Uh their bullpen has actually taken an average amount of innings this year, unlike the Cubs, which has taken an exorbitant amount of innings due to lack of starting pitching. Uh they've given up the though, even with an average amount of innings, the second most walks in the majors. So they will walk you. And the fifth most homer. So they will walk you and then let you hit a home run. So get to the bullpen because they their bullpen ERA of 5.07 is the worst in baseball. And the Cubs is, is, is actually just a little bit below average. Well, it,
3: and the good thing about this first game is that they're in Iowa. So it's going to be home run central. They're using the bouncy balls from 20, 2019, 2020. Corn ball. Yeah, <laughs> corn ball. That's what we need to start calling it corn ball the corn but, ball because they always bust them out for this one
0: aren't corn balls a thing
3: corn puffs yeah corn puffs i think yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i don't think you never eaten a corn ball i don't think
3: so, i've seen corn balls but that's just when people get randy with their ear of corn
0: <laughs> oh i got a tfc <laughs> about that <laughs> um uh. this is uh Okay, so they've got, uh, defensively, they're also bad. They have a uh, slightly above average in uh, well, errors committed, but their DUR is actually worse than the Cubs. Their defensive efficiency ratio is 687 to the Cubs, 688. Uh, way below the league average of 697, so they're just not getting the outs. they are a lot of extra outs in their innings, so... You know, once I've been making the joke that the Cubs and the Reds are going to fertilize the cornfields with their baseball, and uh, I believe that is what is about to commence. Uh, the weather in Dyersville tonight looks really good, and, um,
3: and- oh, it's beautiful here. Uh, it's actually—I mean, I don't know if it's the same in Dyersville. It's still an hour and a half away from me, or whatever, but it's a little bit overcast. It's kind of cool. It's a real comfortable night for playing some baseball.
0: Yeah, it's going to be beautiful out there tonight. And uh, the weather in uh, Cincinnati when they return on Saturday is also going to be nice on, on on Saturday. 82 degrees, not much chance of rain, but Sunday it could get rained out for the day game. Uh, the the This day, uh, the first game is, uh, well, in 15 minutes <laughs> right now. And um, that's going to be Smiley's going. He gets Smiley versus Nick Lodolo for the marquee matchup of Major League Baseball tonight. Everybody be tuning in to watch these two go at it.
3: I've That's, never even heard of Ladolo.
0: Well, uh, he, he's 3-3 three and three with a 440. Um, Smiley was good last time against Miami. No runs on five hits. Uh, but against Cincinnati, he gave up two uh, home runs, three runs uh, total in the game. Didn't get out of the fifth inning. That was in Cincinnati in May. This game is not in Cincinnati, but that's okay. Uh, Check out the Reds' numbers against Smiley. Votto can't figure him out. He's one for 11. It's a double, but he hasn't struck out a lot, which, you know, that's kind of Votto's specialty is getting on base and everything. Um, But then look at Aristides Aquino. He's four for nine, but three of them are home runs. Yeah. Is he in the lineup tonight? He just got back from the IL. I know, along with Albert Almora, who just was on the IL as well. Um, I'm looking to at the uh, the Reds off or uh, the Reds. Uh, Aquino is in there and he's batting 182, but I, I don't think that means anything when he's going up against Smiley. So right. um, Ladolo only Fran Mil Reyes has seen him, uh, the, the newest cub. He's over three against him uh against uh last time that Lodolo went out there he gave up 3 runs on 4 hits versus Milwaukee and uh two and two home runs. Uh then you got an off day on Friday cuz it's I guess really hard to <laughs> like go I, play
3: I don't understand that. I mean, it is a little yeah, bit fine. of a just, like they do it all the time. Like I don't know. Yeah. But I I feel like it's one of those like Opening day things in case it rains, they want to have another day built in so that they can play it on that day instead.
0: Yeah, that must be what it is. Uh this also just in David Elliott writes in the cornball is a roller coaster at Indiana Beach. So gonna have to check that out. Game two, Adrian Sampson, oh and three, has not does not have a win this year, despite his three
3: eighty-three. Unfortunately, he pitches pretty well, really. Yeah,
0: but he can't win. Uh, 0 and three with a 383 against Graham Ashat at uh, Ashcraft, who's five and two with a 394 earn run average. This game's at 5:40 Central Time. If you go, you can get a Reds bag. It is free. They're giving that out to a bunch of fans when you go. We killed Ashat last time we went out there. He went out there. Um, he gave up seven runs against the Cubs. We knocked him out in the third. Wisdom homered off of him. The Cubs are seven for fourteen against him, and uh, he. But he's been good recently. He's given up one runs and one run in each of his last two starts against Milwaukee and Miami, and that's over fourteen innings pitched. So he's been good.
3: Yeah, uh, John Vasky says that AROID predicts eight home runs tonight, uh, thus confirming what we've been thinking. I'm sure they've told the guys, like, yeah, we we're bringing in the rubber balls for you.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. No, no humidor tonight or extra humidor. I don't know what makes it bouncier. <laughs> so uh, then, game three this is the day game where it's supposed to rain. Uh, at Keegan Thompson, nine and five with a 336, versus Justin Dunn, 0 and one with a 579. If you show up early, you can get a Jonathan India poster, which I know Cub fans would just love to have last year's rookie of the year. So, uh, Thompson against the Reds. He gave up four runs on eight hits, went 6.1 innings, had eight strikeouts, but he lost the game. Last time he went out there against D.C., six innings pitched, one run on five hits. Uh, No one has faced him five times on the Reds, and no Red has ever homered off of Keegan Thompson.
3: Oh, you just just fucked him. Nine home runs, all up and down the lineup. Justin Dunn
0: is a first-rounder from the Mets 19th overall back in 2016. And he had a 675 run average in the minors. So the Reds were like, we need to see what this guy can do at the major league level. So yes. they,
3: <laughs> you know like, what? He gets a little bit better ball. <laughs> the, the seams are a little tighter, a little bit better grip. You know, he might be good.
0: Yeah. So uh Madrigal's the only one that's faced him. He's over one with a walk. This is only his second game of the year. He, uh, g- he gave up three runs through 4.2 innings versus the Mets. The Reds just got swept by the Mets. So they're limping into the corn. <laughs> and um, here's your, uh, there's your series. There's your series preview. And um,
3: today we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do
2: we have to take it rectally? Yes.
0: Ooh, take it with the corn, with a cob. Give me the old <laughs> corn cob treatment.
3: <laughs> oh my god! It's a uh, if I'm not mistaken, way back in the day, they would put the old corn cobs in the uh, outhouses, and then that's what you would use to finish up, I guess. So you mean you you'd wipe your butt with a corn cob? Yeah. So that I would uh, that so so, so, think about that when you go to bed tonight and you will have nightmares
2: <laughs> well
1: i'm I'm just wondering like
0: uh, I mean is that like more effective it's It looks like um in rural- it says here in rural America, it was still common practice at the time to leave a corn cob hanging from a string in the outhouse for people to wipe themselves with once the kernels were removed and the cob allowed to drive, the remaining husk was fairly soft. Or softer than a rock, at
3: least, is what it says. <laughs> <laughs> softer than a rock. Well, look, I don't think anybody wants to use the corn cob that's, like, hanging from the string. I think you want to use the corn cob nobody else has used. Well, I mean, guess. did they have I've such little... i never used corn cob, but I, I'm just guessing that's not the one I want. How did they have such little corn <laughs> that they had to, like, share the same cob... Right? They've got 8 million ears of corn out there right around the outhouse. And they're like, let's, let's just use this one. Hey, Ma, <laughs> we need a new wiping corn. <laughs> you don't get a new wiping corn for a whole nother three weeks.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> what
3: I want for my birthday.
0: <laughs> get my own wiping corn hanging off a string. So yeah, well I'm glad I'm glad I don't live in those times. I really am.
3: Oh, you think you're fancy walking around bringing your own wiping corn to yeah. everybody's house wherever you go?
0: Now they've got aloe covered flushable wipes. <laughs> you know, like oh, thank God for progress. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, the food is way worse now, so it's way less natural. <laughs> so you need something better. Corn cob won't cut it. So um announcements club 400 palooza i i don't know if it's sold out or not i really don't know but uh you go to club 400 cubs.com check it out it's going to be an awesome party on the rooftop it's been it's cost a couple a few hundred bucks but it's still worth going it's the for a great cause because it's keeping club 400 alive they're doing great yeah. stuff uh bringing yeah, in like I did, I the tickets, games and
3: the tickets are like 220 dollars for the base ticket and then there's a two hundred and fifty dollar ticket that you can get that's better. You get uh pictures and stuff, I think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and it's there go ahead. Well I was gonna say uh I'm not going to that because I can't stay after which is like the whole reason for going is staying after and seeing the guys and doing the stuff. Uh, but if anybody is going and they happen to have tickets that they want to get rid of real cheap, hit me up because I might still go to the game.
0: Okay. Just like hang out before or yeah, I might,
3: yeah. go up, see, you know, see people and then, you know, go into the game and I'm, because I figure all these people are going to go over to the rooftop. Somebody's got to have a ticket, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah, that they can't get rid of. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not really a marquee matchup. So, Uh, who are we playing that day? The Brewers, I think. Oh, yeah. So, who wants to show up and watch us lose to our rival? That doesn't sound fun. But if we win, it'll be fun. Um,
3: Bernie says she's going. She's never been in the rooftop, so that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, that will. It is fun over there. I mean, it's different experience. It's where we. I saw a bunch of games up there during 2020 because it was the only way that you could see a baseball. We were like the only people that watched live baseball, uh, Major League Baseball games in 2020. I feel pretty blessed yeah. for that. So the other thing I want to point out is the uh, Riverside Beer Festival. Um, it's called Hop Stop. So look that up. Google that. Hop Stop Riverside, Illinois. It's gonna That's going to be fun. Tickets for that are 40 bucks. The Bleacher Bum Band is playing. Come check it out. Going to be a lot of fun, nice. And uh, so, yeah, this game's about to start, so we should probably uh, wrap it up with some uh, these flexing cubes. I got only one, and I have doesn't... two. Okay, cool. Why don't you go first then?
3: Okay, as soon as I find them. All right, I, I'm going to start with this one. This one is just—I'm uh, not actually going to say the—I—I the, I cut the guy's name off because it's just bad. I don't know. Uh, so I'm, because I'm making fun of him, uh, Ian Hap put on there, who's ready for the, you know, field of dreams game. And literally this dude like responds with Ian, I got your field of dreams Jersey at Gallagher way. The day they came out, I got the last large (laughs) little (laughs) smiley face, like the old school emoji. And I just have to like, I laugh my ass off when people are like, Oh, Ian, I, I, yeah, the other day I got the thing. I, I got the last large. You know, yeah, like you yeah, telling him every.
0: It, it reminds me of like Chris Farley interviewing yeah. Paul McCartney. Is yeah. like, so
3: what is it cool being a Beatle? <laughs> you know? Right, like, Ian Happ is not reading that. He's not yeah. going to be like, oh, you got the last large. I guess I won't get one.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: good thing I'm a, I'm a me I'm a medium.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just that that just cracked me up. So that's my first one. So
0: my, mine is uh, this, uh, the um, MLB tweeted out, there was a video of Clark the Cub shucking a bunch of corn in the outfield at Wrigley Fields it's a, for a promo for this game. So he was enthusiastic, and the picture I'm showing right now is uh, Clark enthusiastically shucking an ear of corn, which he, uh, in the video, he's just like, like shucking pretty intensely And uh, Bleacher Bum, uh, comma Esquire said, "Whoa, Clark, chill, bro. (laughs) (laughs) This was a little bit voracious. His working with that ear, if you know what I mean. Look,
2: he's manhandling
0: that corn a little bit, a little bit too greedily.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's good. All right. Well, uh, my next one comes from, uh, you know, the Jason Hayward news." Uh, everybody going on, you know, when the Cubs announced it and, you know, giving their condolences and, and different things and a whole bunch of people saying, you know, hey, thanks for the speech, you know, all that stuff. And uh, this dude had the winner, though, for sure. Uh, Chuck at Ivy Chat, he posts the picture of Steve Gutenberg from Police Academy When he's inside the podium with the hooker and the hooker blows the commandant. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And then the commandant looks back and Gutenberg sticks his head out and says, Good speech. So that's the picture is Gutenberg's head sticking out there saying good speech to the commandant who uh, just received a blowjob during his speech. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm probably dating myself here. Uh, 1980s police academy movies. Um, some of you may not have been around to hear those, but it was funny.
0: Well, it's that very special time of the show where we're going to give away a Frank Chance postcard. The game's about to start in four minutes, so let's get right to it. Uh, last chance to get your hashtag Chance in the chat and win a postcard sent to you by me with a message of love. Here we go. And the winner. Tim Dehate. Congratulations. Yeah, I love it. Tim of Hate. It always Maybe it's Tim Dehate. 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 Yeah. So, uh congratulations Tim. Uh once again, thank you for joining us for this uh pre-corn game nope. corn. I am Arby says
3: uh leave that for your only fans, Clark. <laughs> <Can> you imagine <laughs> and, he has one. Terry E. pantless shucking is illegal,
0: so it's time for the uh, the corn game. I need TP for my butthole. I am Cobholio.
3: (laughs) You need you need corn cob for your I need I need corn cob for my
0: bunghole. (laughs) 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 Oh man, well, this should be fun. Let's see what happens. Uh, just to feel the dreams. Uh, I guess this now time just say spagog no fighting in the cornfields everybody spagog spagog the sun ranto show is always brought to you by all of our patreon subscribers who we call the super ranters uh, who are the super ranters well super ranters they have their own rss feed and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher they get bonus content uh For example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, They get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Ranter of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto scavenger hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, There's... Perks at every level $5 Super Ranters Get to hear all the Cubs parody songs Before the rest of the world $10 Super Ranters Are recognized by name At the end of our shows And have access To our Cubs uh, Daily shows Which are are called Sun Ranto Singles uh, At $12 You get to rant your calendar Every year And uh You can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill. Companies, it's just not enough to keep SunRanto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries, guitar strings. Well, it all just adds up. So, become a super Rantor at Patreon.com/SunRanto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond. Help us produce the SunRanto show. You know, if you would buy each of us a twelve-dollar beer at Wrigley just for doing the SunRanto show. Then join at the $3 level. That's 3 bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in sportsdrink. That's spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. There's no fighting in the bleachers! There's no fighting in
2: the bleachers! your Mama, teach you there is no fighting in the bleachers. So take that shit outside. There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you there is no fighting in the bleachers? and fall Don't get up your mama you there is no fighting in the bleachers so take that shit outside please never start a cup snake if the game's close or tight don't make them with runners on in the top of the your mama teacher you, there is no fighting in the bleachers so take that shit outside there is no fighting in the bleachers what did your mama teach you? there is no fighting in the bleachers so take
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
1: As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.